Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Potter Mania. This is your host, Ash. And this is your other host, Yasmina. And we're here this week for our Christmas edition episode. And for this episode, we wanted to bring back our favorite special guest, Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm glad to be back here with both of you for the Christmas episode. How about you guys? How are you? I'm doing great. Um, all right, guys. So before we dive into the episode, I wanted to ask, how big are you guys on Christmas? And do you have any specific Christmas editions that you do and that you'd like to share with us? Why don't you start us off, Yasmina? So I don't celebrate Christmas per se, um, but I do thoroughly enjoy the decorations, the mm -hmm. specialty drinks, and also the insane deals and sales every year. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And to be honest, every year, the three things that get me through the winter are the peppermint mochas from Starbucks and yes. the first two Harry Potter movies, as well as Home Alone. Like that's yes. what really gets me through winter. Take mm -hmm. away these mm -hmm. things and I don't know if I can push through. Same. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Teresa? Um, for, I mean, for me, I like it because it's any excuse to get together with friends and family and, yeah. and all that. Um, but yeah, like this, Mina, I don't celebrate per se, but I mm -hmm. will add, I ha um, in Australia, uh, in Australia, we, t um, the, the thing that we, uh, the thing that most people do is yeah. Christmas lunches Ooh. because it's hot. It's hot over here because oh. it's summer. Okay. So yeah, Christmas lunches are a thing. That's cute. Yeah, because I think for us it's more Christmas dinners. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, I mean, it's kind of like an occasion to like party and stuff. But for me, like Yasmina, I don't, I keep telling people that I celebrate, but for it's more of like a Christmas morning thing where I'm just like in my PJs with hot chocolate and like binging through Christmas movies and peppermint <laughs> yeah. mocha. So that's it. I tell everyone that I celebrate, but it seems like a very similar description to what Yasmina does. <laughs> Anyway, um, moving on to our first segment. As we know, there are several Christmas-related scenes depicted in the Harry Potter movies itself. So how about each of us take turns to highlight which movies out of the seven had the best Christmas scenes and why? Before we do this, we're going to highlight for you guys each of the Christmas scenes from all of the movies just for reference. So I can start off. You see a depiction of Christmas at Hogwarts in the first movie in The Philosopher's Stone. Um, where you see a snowy, dreamy-looking Hogwarts and Hagrid dragging along the Christmas tree in the snow. You see Professor Flitwick also using his magic, his Wingardium Leviosa, to put up ornaments on the Christmas trees. And all of the students are getting ready to go on Christmas break, back to their families. Then you see like a festive-looking great hall with six Christmas trees on either side and then a main Christmas tree in the middle. And on Christmas Eve, which is what is showcased in the movie, you see Harry and Ron, who decide to stay back at Hogwarts and play Wizard's Chess together. And they bid farewell to Hermione as she goes off on Christmas break. And then the next day, you see, um, you know, Christmas itself as Harry rushes down to see Ron and a Christmas tree filled with gifts for each of them. Um, and that's the first time we get to see Harry get our favorite gift, his invisibility cloak. So that's like the first time we see Christmas in Hogwarts. Um, in the second movie, Chamber of Secrets, we see a similar opening where several horse carriages are trudging across the snow, a background once again of a snowy Hogwarts. Though the layout of the Great Hall is the same as the first movie, there is a slight change in decor. Oh, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> as you see, imaginary snowflakes falling from the ceiling in the Great Hall. 
Although this isn't the most memorable Christmas scene, you do see Harry, Ron, and Hermione getting up to some tricks as they try to curate the polyjuice potion to disguise themselves as Crab and Goyle. Hermione, unfortunately, ended up getting cat hair in her polyjuice potion and thus had to spend the rest of the holidays in the hospital wing. Moving on, the third, Prisoner of Azkaban, we see the Christmas scene where Harry's noticing Last Call for Hogsmeade, and he wears his invisibility cloak, but he's immediately caught by Fred and George, and that's when they decide to gift him and tell him about Marauder's Map, um, which he uses to find secret passageways, and it also shows the whereabouts of each person in Hogwarts. He uses this to sneakily find an entrance to, into Honey Dukes, one of the biggest candy stores in Hogsmeade. And then he finds his friends and gets into a sneaky snowball fight with Malfoy, Goyle, and Crab, who don't know it's Harry since he has an, his invisibility cloak on. So that was a bit of like a fun Christmas. Um, Teresa, I know that you had the rest of the Christmas descriptions for the movie, so you can keep going on with that. All right, so uh, continuing on with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So we know the big event is the Triwizard Tournament, which includes the Yule Ball. Um, so I thought the Yule Ball was a nice way to have Christmas celebration, uh, a Christmas celebration in Hogwarts. Uh, the de- decorations were on point with the winter and Christmas themes. Mm-hmm. I know you've already both discussed the outfits of the Yule Ball's attendance yes. in an earlier episode, so I'll focus on the decorations and the celebration aspect. Mm-hmm. So from um so from this the new ball scene that's been depicted in the film and in the books, you've got what um Christmas in the Great Hall, you've got Christmas trees, crystal like and ice decor and snow coming down um from the ceiling. So um really embracing that holiday winter season in terms of celebration. You have uh, students waltzing at the fir- uh so in terms of you have yeah, sorry, in terms of celebration. You have uh, students waltzing. That's right, waltzing. And then yep. you have like them, like you know, really bringing the house down with the <laughs> with the band they have um, uh, to kind of um, what celebrate. was that song? It was like, "Can you something like a hippogriff?" No, it was something, <laughs> something like a yeah, troll. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can um, you make it like a troll or something like? That? Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, but I remember it was like some sort of rock thing. Yeah, somebody um, dropped the name <laughs> of that band. I'm putting it on my Spotify list. <laughs> Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a nice, but it's not. It's not like those Christmas dinners. It's probably just like yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like you know the. Uh, it's the kind of like a ball, like a dance. Yeah, yeah. The young adults version of celebrating, um, you know, yeah. typical, you know, kind of going out to the club type thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, so then moving on to the Order of the Phoenix. Um, I thought it was, uh, so it's going, they went, they, Ron, Harry, Ron, and Hermione go back to Sirius's home, Grimold Place. Um, and they're joined by the rest of, uh, the, you know, the Weasleys, maybe Lupin and others, you know, maybe those who make up kind of like the Order at that time of yeah. the Phoenix. Um uh, I thought it was a great family and friends Christmas um, kind of celebration. Um, completely different than how it's the the trio spent the Christmas the year before spent Christmas the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is the true the, the the more Christmas dinner type thing. Although, yeah, so it was it was very um, the Christmas scene was very homey and it was you know kind of personal family friends. 
it's kind of like how I would prefer to spend Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that yeah. was in the movie. They had that scene. But in the book, uh, though, I believe that there was some, um, you know, a uh, bit of, it wasn't all happy, I guess. There was Arthur was uh, still at Mungo's Hospital early on. Um, you got Harry starting to worry about, you know, him maybe getting beginning to be possessed by Voldemort because he keeps mm-hmm. seeing these dreams and visions. So it's it's a bit of a, I guess... 50-50, happy Christmas, but with underlying, you know, eerie yeah. tones. Yeah. Less Mina, I'll pass it on to you. Finish yeah, so, <laughs> of course. So, the last Christmas event, we actually witnessed in Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows, we didn't necessarily have a Christmas event. So, mm-hmm. in Half-Blood Prince, Christmas was celebrated at the Barrow. Um, Harry joins Ron and Jenny. Hermione, however, does not join them because, as we remember, she wasn't on good terms with Ron. Um, This Christmas celebration was an emotional one for the Weasleys because we know Percy became estranged, so he didn't show up. And when he did, he brought along uh, with him Scrimgeour, Scrimgeour, I don't know how to pronounce it, (laughs) um, who was trying to convince Harry to cooperate with the Ministry of Magic. So that was um, the Christmas in Half-Blood Prince. Now in Deathly Hallows... um, we know the trios were on a conquest to find the hallows around. So like they weren't really necessarily aware of time, dates and holidays. Mm-hmm. But on Christmas Eve, that was the day when Hermione and Harry found themselves at Godric's Hollow. Um, and then they mm-hmm. like as soon mm-hmm. as they apparated there, they realized, oh, it's Christmas Eve. So then they ended up visiting James and Lily's grave. And then, of course, they followed um Bethilda backshot who wasn't really Bethilda and they got attacked by Nagini um I feel like there's a theme here because every Christmas was just getting worse and more eerie (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it's like less celebration and more just trying to push through the holiday um Mm -hmm. I do have to say that out of all the Christmases in the Harry Potter series my favorite would be the first Christmas and you know just to set the tone here's a description of the scene so Harry says um The hall looked spectacular, festoons of holly and mistletoe hung all around the walls, and no less than 12 towering Christmas trees stood around the room, some sparkling with tiny icicles, some glittering with hundreds of candles. So even Harry highlights that this has been the best Christmas ever. Like Ash mentioned, it's the first time we see him get gifts, so he ends up, you know, overwhelmed with all the love that he's getting. Um... For the first time, he enjoys a full course meal, a hundred fat roast turkeys, mountains of roast and boiled potatoes, um, tureens of buttered peas, silver boats of thick, rich gravy and cranberry sauce, and a stack of wizard crackers every few feet along the table. Um, And also Harry gets to see what his parents looked like and what his extended family looked like as well. Um, So to me, it's very nostalgic, sentimental. And I always do go back to these movies during the holiday season. Aesthetic-wise, though, I do have to say that the Yule Ball celebration was top-notch. Yeah, for me, keeping, like, all the descriptions in mind, and like Yasmina said, um, I have to say my favorite Christmas was um, the Christmas in the Goblet of Fire, the fourth movie. Because, like you said, aesthetic-wise, the Yule Ball was top-notch. And I've always said this, I probably mentioned this in previous episodes, I mean, I want to go to the Yule Ball. I feel like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to attend. And because it's kind of like on theme with the Christmas setting and it's something that mm-hmm. I think they usually do during Christmas, that's the best time to go for it. Um, 
it's the first time we see the students also like loosen up and have a good time as well there's dancing decor it's kind of different from like the other um christmases because the other ones are like cute as well they're more like homey gifts um and all that but this one was kind of a different take and even though in the movies and books ron and hermione did have a bit of a tip during that moment excluding that it seemed like a great time how about you Teresa? what was your favorite I do agree with you in terms of the first one being like the um being first um, one's good I really, too. Yeah. yeah the first one is good the Yule Ball like top notch I do agree with that um I did say I did kind of choose it, um in my head um that the order of the the Christmas of the order in um in the order of the Phoenix when they had okay. the Christmas mm-hmm. um dinner that aspect just the um that that managed Arthur managed to survive there then they all have you know Christmas dinner that um. Mm-hmm. I like that as well. So, I mean, I don't necessarily have a favorite, but I'll consider those three. Um, the first one, uh, you know, the Philosopher's Stone, um, Goblet of Fire, yeah. and Order of the Phoenix within the three. I yeah, would, the three yeah. best Christmas ones. Awesome. Okay. Um, so moving on, what's most talked about when it comes to Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts Christmas is the Christmas foods that are offered and shown in the movies. If you guys had to choose two of your favorite Hogwarts Christmas related foods or desserts, which ones would it be? Would you like to start with yours, Yasmina? Yeah, for sure. So since I chose the first Christmas as my favorite, I'd yeah. have to say that my favorite food um, and what makes me like salivate when I'm reading the text um, <laughs> is definitely the roast turkey and the boiled oh, potatoes, yes, mm. yes, which mm. I feel like it's a very traditional um, meal for a Christmas dinner. But I don't mm. know. I feel like it just keeps you warm in this winter and mm-hmm. like full. It's such a warm comfort food um, for desserts probably flaming christmas pudding i remember um from the excerpt that i read earlier the only thing that was mentioned um or actually i didn't read that sorry but in the same chapter harry does mention the desserts and he only mentions christmas pudding he doesn't mention anything else so i Mm -hmm. feel like um (laughs) i'm tied there that's the only option that is there but for me personally when i eat something savory i have to like wash it down with something sweet so that would yes. be my my second thing that mm-hmm. i would um, choose to eat uh what about you Teresa? uh oh yeah look i would definitely go for the flaming uh christmas pudding as well as the roast turkey and the potatoes um yeah. I would, whatever is there i'll eat it yeah <laughs> fair fair um for me i have to i mean like Teresa and you said yasmina i have to agree with you i think the first movie is primarily known for it's like christmas foods and feast and when it comes to like my christmas traditions i'm not someone that really has eaten like a roast turkey or anything like that during christmas with thick boats with a thick gravy sorry with boats of thick gravy with potatoes um so that's something i definitely would want to eat because when i think of christmas i think more of like sweet foods um so that would be nice and it was also cute because i did a bit of research and noticed that it was mentioned this feast was cooked by house elves in the kitchen so that's really cute i Um, think they cook everything right yeah i I think yeah yeah, maybe everything but when i looked it up specifically they mentioned it for the roast turkey and the Mm. potatoes i'm not sure Mm. if it's everything but 
I can you imagine though it's very like unhygienic and not I sanitary know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like I don't want to know how it's made but I'll savor it but like don't tell me how it's made because they're I the know. same people like that blow their snot in their towels like oh god now you're like I thought of it as cute initially now you're like saying snot now I'm like should I just okay. I'm just um <sighs> as, as for dessert um I have to agree with you both like now that you and Teresa have both mentioned it the flaming Christmas pudding does sound very interesting I did kind of like look up like Christmas desserts in Hogwarts and something else I noticed that was there was cauldron cakes so I thought Ooh. that was pretty cute. And it's actually given in a cauldron-shaped mug. Ooh. So that's something that I thought would be interesting to try as well. Because I'm like mm -hmm. a huge cake person more than like a pudding or custard person. Um, so sweet-wise, like you said, Yasmina, you have to, you know, finish it off with a sweet. Um, that's yeah. What I pick. It's yeah. a bad habit, but that's literally what I always do. It's okay. It's um, COVID. <laughs> I used to do that before COVID. <laughs> um, honestly, all this food is making me super hungry. hungry but, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's making me hungry and it's not even that late here. But mm -hmm. I do want to shift our attention to, to a popularized Harry Potter Christmas fan theory slash mm -hmm. conspiracy theory. Um. I know our listeners thoroughly enjoyed the fan theories and plot holes episode, so I just wanted to pay homage by including a conspiracy theory section. Um, so this conspiracy theory posits that Santa is a wizard. Um, Muggles came up with a theory that Santa is coming down the chimney just to cover up the fact that he was using flu powder. So there's a few evidence to support this theory. The first is that Santa uses flu powder for transportation and at houses that don't have chimneys, he simply operates there. I love that. Um, he visits millions mm. of houses while avoiding being seen. How does he do that? The explanation would be that he uses an invisibility cloak. Um, not the invisibility cloak, but just a normal cloak that he probably charms with an invisibility spell so that no one notices him. Or he uses muggle-repelling charms or obliviates those who see him. He also manages to deliver all presents in one night, which can only be explained by using a time turner. As Hermione mentioned in the third book, no person can be in two places at once. Um, and that can only be explained by a time turner. Also, he's able to fit all those gifts in one bag, which can only be explained by an extension charm. Um, he has multiple elves, which sounds a lot like house elves to me. Um, he wow. leaves presents in our houses and nobody questions it. So the only explanation for this would be a confundus charm. Um, he has a magic sled. <laughs> um, also, his home is in, the, is in the North Pole, but it's never been found nor located. Um, and to me, that sounds like every magical place that's protected by a charm so that muggles don't run across it. And the last thing, the million of gifts. Obviously, it'd be so expensive to afford all these gifts, but a talented wizard would be able to transfigure just simple objects like rocks into gifts or toys. Uh, so that would explain all the gifts. Um, do you guys have any thoughts about this theory? I mean, we're keeping in mind here that the assumption that Santa is real. And if you're a little kid listening to this, Santa is definitely real. Um, but do, <laughs> do you guys feel like this this theory is like, valid or has some credibility to it i thought it was interesting honestly it was super interesting and you know what i low-key want to like channel my inner kid and you know believe santa is real keeping all these theories in mind 
The flu powder detail that you mentioned, genius. And the time turner one also makes so much sense. And that's honestly like so believable after everything that you've kind of mentioned. Um, I mean, you know what? Like Santa can be anything you want. And even if that means like you want to think he's a wizard, makes total sense. Otherwise, how can you guys explain how Santa has like a sleigh and is able to fly in the air with like eight reindeers if he isn't a wizard? Yeah, yeah. like there has to be magic, magic. involved somewhere. Yeah, yeah like uh, as I was going through it, Mm-hmm. This is definitely like it's. It makes sense. It's a plausible yeah. uh, theory, and it makes sense. It's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Um. So I also wanted to like moving on to the next segment. I wanted to ask you guys an extra question because we know the importance of Christmas morning in the Muggle world. I wanted to ask you guys if you had to choose one famous Christmas movie to show the Wizarding World folks, which one would you choose? And also one famous Muggle Christmas tradition or activity that you would want to incorporate, what would you pick? So I'll start. For me, because I love Christmas morning and Christmas movies, I would definitely want to show them Home Alone 2 and Elf. I'm partial to these two movies as well. They're my all-time favorite Christmas movies. And especially considering that The Prisoner of Azkaban onward, the series gets a little bit more darker. It would be kind of nice for the kids to just, like, curl up in their dorms and, like, you know, just watch a Christmas comedy, in my opinion, just to lighten them up a bit. As for Christmas traditions, um, I don't know too much about them, but I think it would be kind of nice to have the kids like out of dress robes for Christmas and like in Christmas sweaters or PJs for the whole day. I'm not sure if they showcase it in the movies or not. Like I I could be wrong because I don't remember it. Um, They do. They do. Because remember in the first movie, um, Ron and Harry, I think, are in like Christmas PJs and then they put on the sweaters. Okay, maybe Um, I like mistook it. Okay, because it's been a while since I've seen them. Um, But yeah, like if they if that's not already a tradition, I think they should definitely do that. Because I just remember like the whole movie them being in like dress robes, except for the Yule Ball. Um, Yeah, but that's something I would incorporate into the Muggle Life movies and tradition. How about you? Yes, Mina. Honestly, you beat me to it because I was definitely going to recommend Home Alone. I feel like it's such a um, classic, classic yeah. Christmas movie for the Muggle world. Um, but honestly, I feel like the, the Christmas in the Wizarding world is not that much different from the Muggle world. Um, I feel like the traditions are kind of the same. Just yeah. the Wizarding world is so much cooler because they have the magic um element to make things like every take every basic thing and turn it into extra things Mm -hmm. um but i guess some wizards like arthur weasley have an affinity for muggle items so maybe i'd like introduce them to basic christmas crackers um and like show them normal christmas trees that aren't charmed um but aside from that I, i can't think of anything else that i would want to introduce them to fair fair how about you Teresa? um well, I was also going to say Home Alone, so... <laughs> We're all Home Alone fans. <laughs> Love it. So, um, yeah, but um, there is another Christmas movie that I remember. Uh, that I remember. Um, it's a recent one. Um, it's called Let It Snow. It's, yes. um, yeah, it's relatively recent. I can't remember. Maybe a couple year years or so. No, 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 no. I would say a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It released on Netflix. Okay, I haven't and seen that. Yeah, Me yeah, neither. So- Oh, okay. So basically, I, I like the I like it because it's it's um it's a good storyline in terms of uh, like it's about a group of friends in a small town, mm-hmm. um, and each of them are just they have they're doing their thing during this Chris uh, lead up to Christmas Eve, 
And it's just about interactions, you know, friends dealing with some issues. There's some friends dealing with an issue, some friends get stuck in the snow, stuff like that. It's like all a mixture of different, um, looking at different, like, people. Mm-hmm. You know? And then like they all get to, yeah, and then they all end up getting together um, and celebrating and having fun. Um, nice. But yeah. Um, Awesome. What else is there about it? Um, but yeah, it's basically a nice comedy. Got a bit of, um, uh, but it's also kind of like homey in the fan- in the fact that it's about friends and family and all that kind of thing as well. Um, so yeah, I would I would introduce them to it like that. Um, and in terms of Christmas tradition, I was thinking along the same line as Yasmina because I think it's not going to be that different, mm-hmm. but. If I was, but if I was to do something, in, if I was to introduce a tradition in particular to, like, to the trio in particular, or like at least you know the people that they know and stuff, because they're all the way in England, I was thinking try a beach day and barbecue, which is something that we do oh. here. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's like the polar opposite of what that we is, like yeah. happens here. <laughs> That's the polar opposite. That'd be an interesting tradition, huh? Like you go on Christmas, go on, go out on Christmas Day to the beach. You'll see a lot of families out there. Wow, barbecuing um, and all that. Um, going out, play, you know, swimming in the beach, swimming in the water, ocean, all that kind of thing. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's so interesting. That's like a summer tradition, Loki, for us. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. sense because geographically, Australia right now is dealing exactly. with like their summer, like exactly. spring summer season. So you just have Makes to make sense. do with the weather that you have like yeah. your celebrations yeah. are affected by yeah. that yeah um that's that's, really that's why we also have um uh, what we call winter what was it yeah when Ju- july christmas winter christmas oh my gosh i can't remember oh. but anyway but it's like it's 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 a kind of a little thing it's not that big um that that happened uh, that some people celebrate during the win- our, our winter season oh, mm-hmm. wow. very interesting yeah Following up with the previous segment, since we know how festive Hogwarts can get, I wanted to ask you both, what specific area do you think you'd want to visit during the season? How about you start us off, Teresa? Oh, uh, okay. So, um, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, I don't know if there's any particular one particular place, but Hogsmeade for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would go, um, you know, Hogsward, uh, Hogsmeade, and... Um, or the borough as well. Yeah. Love a good home cooked meal from um, with the Weasleys. So, yeah, that would be a really cute um, Christmas feeling as well. For me, yeah. like you said, those are great spots. Um, I think for me, I would also pick Hogsmeade. I mean, it has to be the spot. Like whenever I've read the books or watched the movies during the Christmas season, all the kids would go to Hogsmeade and look, and it looked like unreal in the snow, especially in the movies. Um, and Christmas, in my opinion, is the one time of the year where it should snow. Um, it's tradition just because I've grown up with that. Um, and plus, Hogsmeade has honeydukes as well, where you can go to like fulfill your sweet cravings. In fact, after doing a little bit of research, I got a really nice description from HarryPotterFandom.com where they were describing the getup of Hogsmeade. So just to read it out to you guys, it said, quote, Hogsmeade looked like a Christmas card. The little thatched cottages and shops were all covered in a layer of crisp snow. There were holly wreaths on the doors and strings of enchanted candles hanging in the trees. So that description itself like sold it to me. And yeah, 
it's beautiful honestly yeah. mm, the description mm, alone mm, like makes perfect. me want to shift realities and end up there yeah, um <laughs> it's so beautiful um honestly that would definitely be my go-to place as well just like imagine grabbing a warm cup of butter beer and just going on a stroll because i know hugs mm, has a lot yes. to offer yes. um yes Yes. And honestly, I'm really big on walks. Like something that I do a lot in the winter is just like grab a um, seasonal drink from Starbucks and then go on a walk downtown. I just love like checking out like how stores decorate their, their um, how, yeah, how stores are decorated, um, if there's a big Christmas tree set up. So I really like that. And I feel like that would be such an enjoyable experience to walk around Hogsmeade with your friends, yeah. grab a warm drink, um, check out the stores and all that. Yeah. Um, Aside exactly. from that, I'd probably want to spend my whole day in the Great Hall, like just grab a book from the library, oh, yeah. sit there, you know, play chess with friends, watch the decorations, drink some warm cup of co cocoa, <laughs> hot cocoa. I feel like that would be so enjoyable. But honestly, Teresa, you mentioned the borough and I also yeah. want that. So like, I don't know <laughs> how I can manage all that, but maybe like, um, maybe like Chris the day before Christmas, spend it at Hogwarts and then the next day spend it at the borough because I just know that Molly Weasley cooks the best meals. So I really don't want to savor that as well. Um, around too, to different yeah. Mm. As mm. I'm talking, you guys, it's like raining and there's wind pushing the rain. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know if you can hear it. I can't hear anything because no, I'm wearing like anything. You're good. Yeah, it looks so yeah, no, It looks I so cannot. scary. Um, <laughs> Well, I wanted to wrap up this episode by like suggesting a few last minute gift ideas. We are recording this on December 2nd and it'll hopefully be up a few days before Christmas. So hopefully the suggestions can be of help. Um, I thought we'd take turns giving like two gift ideas. One that's like DIY for, you know, lower budget or for someone that you don't really know well, maybe like a coworker. Um, that's a Harry Potter fan and you want to gift them something, but you don't want to, you know, break the bank. And then also a suggestion for a store-bought gift that's a little bit more pricey. Um, I'll start first to lead us into the section and just to give us an idea of like the kind of gifts uh, we would gift someone. So my first suggestion was for a DIY framed art. Now, this is like a really quick and personalized gift that I feel like any Harry Potter fan would really appreciate the effort. Um you can get any, uh, like if you go on Pinterest, you can find a lot of free Harry Potter printables. Um, and so you're able to download those, print them out and then frame them accordingly. I personally would recommend a set of three art pieces so that they're matching, like you're mixing and matching. And some of the ideas that I have, so I've done this before for myself. Um, wow. I found these three quotes on Pinterest that were written like in gold. And then I ended up printing them out and then framing them in gold frames and setting them up in my room. And I swear to God, every single time a friend has come over and seen it, they thought I like bought it from Etsy or like bought it from somewhere expensive when really it did not require that much effort or money um i also saw on tiktok this guy that had done the same thing but instead he had printed like the first photo he had printed was a weasley sweater but in the color of his house so he had like a green weasley sweater and then next to that he had a quote and then next to that he had a photo of hedwig carrying a letter and he just had it set up on top of his bed and it just looks so cute and i just know any harry potter fan would appreciate framed art um yes so that's my first Absolutely. suggestion 
And for my store bought suggestion, I was just going to recommend a mug. So I've been going to Marshall's uh, Winners and Shoppers Drug Mart, and I've been noticing that a lot they're selling a lot of Harry Potter mugs ranging in prices. I think that mugs are such a versatile gift. Like someone can use it to put their pens in it, to use it to drink, just use it as like a decor piece in their room. Um, and there are a lot mm. of options. Like I saw a cauldron mug. Um, oh my god, that, that's so cute! It's so cute. It was like black, and then it had like divination stuff drawn on it. Um, oh, I've wow. seen one changing, and I have one similar. Mine is like um, basically it just says Harry Potter, and then the wands of Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and it just like black. And then when I add something warm, it turns blue, and then like lightning comes Whoa. out. So it's so cute. And- ten dollars so it's such a bargain um but yeah Yeah. i think like these two gift ideas the first one you can just it's easy to put together and the second one is like if you're in a rush you don't have time to you know get crafty mugs are a great gift yeah Mm. awesome yeah oh i would definitely try uh, go for and try a diy gift like i remember i saw a a friend make a diy marauders map gift box that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not sure how she got the box, but it was just a cardboard box type thing. What she and she would print out uh she printed out um like uh mar- the marauders like marauder map like paper or like you know kind of thing. Like she, I'm laminated, not sure how she did maybe, it. Or something? Not necessarily laminated, but like you find it online. I'm not sure how she did it. All I remember is seeing that she was putting it together. So basically she got this marauder map type paper she printed out and she's kind of put it like glued it to the cardboard box and stuff Mm -hmm. and then um so the whole outside was basically decorated with small order map kind of decoration paper cute and and then inside was like layer after layer and then at the end it was like a gift and it says mischief managed and so (gasps) that it was also so cute so nice if you have a photo please share it (laughs) um i I, I hope i can (laughs) Yeah, let me see if I can find. It. I wonder if I took a photo. I can't really remember. It was a while back ago, but I thought it was amazing. That's so she, cute. She um she did it for a, a birthday gift um because wow. um she it wasn't because she's more of an acquaintance, so I wasn't really too close to her. But we were doing some group thing, and I saw um she was telling us about this. Um, so it was a birthday gift, but I thought, oh, that would be also good for a Christmas gift for our other yeah. family. For sure. Um, other than that, I was thinking if you if someone can uh, if someone manages maybe like a gift basket with like Harry Potter themed stuff and chocolates and candies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that would be so um, that would also be nice. Um, but yeah, like I'll definitely agree with the mug. It's a versatile gift, and I've seen a couple of Harry Potter mugs around here as well. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've become more available. Like, I was thinking, because here in Canada, we really have, like, limited Harry Potter supply. It's not like the U.S. where they have a bunch of stuff at Target or the U.K. where, like, every other store is a Harry Potter <laughs> fan store. Um, here, but here, I feel like since um the like harry potter 20th anniversary happened in the movie theaters like in september i've been noticing a lot more harry potter merch like i've been seeing like t-shirts at stores um Mm. but the mugs are more like something that i've been seeing constantly um so that's why i was like okay like if you're in canada you want a last minute gift grab a mug grab a mug those are available (laughs) exactly 100 um yeah like both both of what you've 
guys said are like great Christmas ideas. I like really take time to think of like good gifts because like I try to put a lot of like thoughts in my gifts as well. But if we're just doing this on the spot, um, I did go to a British candy store two weeks ago where it's called the Candy Room. Anyone around here wants some cool candy. And it's a store with an assortment of different flavored candies. I low-key felt like I was in Honeydukes, guys. Like, I romanticize my life nowadays, so don't call me out. Um, Please record it next time you go. Next cause... time I go. Yeah, I probably will go, like, in, you know, within two days or something. <laughs> but I did some research, and I realized this is actually a British-based store. And when I went inside, I saw that they had, like, a night bus-shaped tin with, like, chocolates inside. Um, it was really small, but I thought it was like really cute. And they, um, you know, they had like an assortment of different candies, but I feel like I would get that for a Harry Potter fan. And I also noticed a Hogwarts acceptance letter covered journal, um, oh, like a, a cover nice. like in chapters, which is something that I would probably add alongside uh, the chocolates. It's not something that would like break the bank. And I think it's really cute because who doesn't love candy and, you know, journaling nowadays, whether it's to just like, you know, write your daily thoughts or keep it as a planner would be a great like DIY gift and something in the lower budget spectrum. Um, for a more expensive gift, I did I did go a little bit big on this. Um, but recently, I've been like really like big on jewelry. And I noticed that Pandora has been selling gold plated golden snitch studded earrings. It looks oh. so beautiful, you guys. Um, it's a little bit more on the pricier side. But you know what like if you're a jewelry enthusiast and you want to just like treat yourself for this occasion i say go for it get it because it looks <laughs> stunning um but yeah it's a little bit more on the higher end spectrum but those are my christmas gift ideas yeah I, as you were saying this i was googling on amazon googling on amazon mm -hmm. i was looking up on amazon if they had harry potter candy um and if you're in canada you can get a birdie pots every flavor of beans jelly beans what? a four pack for 16 dollars, which i think is good for a four pack um so you can consider yeah, that. That's nice. um, mm -hmm. I feel like all these are phenomenal ideas. So like in summary, um, <laughs> if you are in Canada, a few optional stores would be, you know, Shoppers, Chapters, Pandora, Marshalls, Winners, and Candy Room if you are in BC. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are um, great places to grab gifts. Um I hope you guys learned something new from this discussion about like, you know, the Harry Potter events and could benefit from th these gift ideas. With that being said, I think we will be wrapping up our Christmas episode. We will be taking a one week break, so we will be posting on our Instagram to notify you of our next episode. So do keep your eyes peeled out on our Insta at podcast Potter mania. Um, if you would like to show your support to keep this podcast going, please follow us on wherever you listen to our podcast as well as our Instagram and feel free to reach out, reach us out via our Insta or by email at pottermaniapod at gmail.com. Um, all this information is going to be in our show notes. Um, and from the Pottermania hosts and our lovely guest, Teresa, we wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye. 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 Bye.